it's that like how to take information and distill salient points and present them to upper management as a way to like increase the bottom line. That is a skill that will get you promoted quickly. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives. It's Rita from Orlando. This happens a lot where I'm in meetings trying to get my boss to make a decision and her eyes like glaze over. I don't seem to be able to get any answers. What do you think I should do? Ooh, this is a good question. One that I've had to answer for myself over time. Your problem is probably you're delivering too much information. This is more like a nuanced answer to managing up, down, and around. Part of managing up is understanding how much information your manager really needs. At the end of the day, it's your job to know more than your manager. They sent you out into the world to research some shit because they don't have time, energy, or bandwidth to deal with it. And what they want to hear from you is your recommendations. Most people are not capable of the second part, which is why they don't get promoted. I think this framework of your job as a direct report is to know more than your manager is a total game changer. Really? Why? Because I feel like they should know more than me. Like just Uh, by, uh just as uh a rule, my manager should know more than me, but it's the way that they think that's different from the way that I think that makes their work product more valuable than mine and worth more in the marketplace. It's, it's that like how to take information and distill salient points and present them to upper management as a way to like increase the bottom line. That is a skill that will get you promoted quickly. The first time I realized that this was happening in corporate America was I was asked to be the subject matter expert for a new suite of software that we were going to onboard. And I had a personal relationship with my director who Mm -hmm. I was ultimately reporting to on this project. I knew that she was busy. I knew she had a lot on her plate. I knew that she had more on her plate than I'd like to deal with. I knew that my job was small beans compared to small beans. Sure. Yeah. Let's go with it. Small potatoes. (laughs) I don't. It's not that we arrived there. It's fine. Cool. Uh, Small potatoes in comparison with the other things that she had going on. And because I had that enough of a personal insight into her work, I just knew intuitively that like Uh my job was just to present her like three bullet points about this project because she wouldn't have time to read anything else. And looking back, that makes sense because of this exact concept. I think the nuance of making a good decision is in the details because that's how I've operated my entire life. It's not to get down to the really, really, really nitty gritty details to understand the principle behind the thing that lets you make bigger decisions. That's how my brain works. But like that's not a hundred percent how corporate America works. It works more like your brain, which is like, I, I need to be able to sift data out. But something that I've learned from you, in fact, is that knowing what people care about mm. allows you to manage them better, whether mm-hmm. that's up, down or around. So I knew that my director only gave a shit about this to the extent that the money was well spent. Right. And so with that framework, I was like, well, here's where the value comes from. Here's where we mm-hmm. get the maximum value in this area. This is what I cut. This is what I'd keep. These are my recommendations. Totally. So that's, that's mm-hmm. a managing up, down, and around thing too. I love it. Understanding what people want and what's important to them. And we've talked about solving your manager's key problems on their behalf. Mm -hmm. That makes them happy. 
So if I could just if I could just take this entire software issue off of her mind, that would make her happy. Absolutely. In fact, she has delegated that whole thing to you. It's an opportunity for you to do high impact, high visibility work, which I know you thrive in. And like she doesn't have to think about it. All you need to come back to her with is one tiny light item on your says, This is my recommendation. This is how long it's going to take to implement. This is how many man hours it's going to require from us. It's this a is yes when or it's no. Be done. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. is that okay? These are the variables I have control over. Which of them would you like us to change? We have some big news. Yeah, we do. We've been coaching for a while um, to great success. I think we're responsible for, we might be a pushing a million dollars. We might be responsible for a million dollars in people's accounts right now. What we're telling you is <laughs> we are opening our client list to the public, uh, which has never been done before. And the first and only place you're going to hear about that is subscribing to our email list. To sign up for our email list, visit our website, askyourworkwife.com. We will not spam you, but we want to make sure that if you really need customized, personalized, tailored coaching and how to get more out of corporate America, we want you to hear about it first. So sign up. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Let's make it two million, ladies. Hey. Vanessa, take us through how you think about this really systematically. If Rita is like me, I'm a visual person. I require a a visual moment in order to understand this and learn how to better keep my mouth shut or answer the questions being asked. I like to think about this as a decision pyramid of corporate America. You usually have directives from a business coming from the top down. So from the one or two people at the top, the CEO, the COO, the CMO, whatever it is, and they will tell everyone below them, this is the direction we're going in. And then whatever your sphere of influence is, your job is to align it to that direction. Then from the bottom up, Your job is to like find different, better, cheaper, usually, hello capitalism, ways to to align to that purpose. So the person at the bottom of this pyramid is going to know the most about all their options. Every single one of them. I I work in B2B marketing and the first person in a buying decision committee is going to be the lowest level person on the totem pole. Their time is worth the least. Yep. They have the most time yep. with the least value. Like it's that, That's how it exactly. is. Entry level. You're a runner. You're going out to find information, absorb it all, bring it back. Like when I'm on the call with like potential vendors, I, I take these calls probably two or three times a week because I'm looking for not only solutions for our company, our agency, but also solutions for our clients. So I'm, my job is to know every single solution that's out there, right? And, then as a, and as a client has a need, I say, actually, we have a solution for that. We've already tested it. We've, we're ready to onboard it as soon as you say go. That's my job. It's very fun, actually. Um, but when I'm in these calls, the, the salesperson always tries to get me to say something about our business or what I'm looking for. I'm like, nope, I need to know everything. Like, just tell me all the shit about your product. Give it all to me. Top to bottom. Leave nothing out. And it, they're always like a little horrified. And I'm like, nope, I need it all because of the way that I'm sourcing information. You're responsible solutions. to the people above you for that information. Mm-hmm. You are either capital S or lowercase s subject matter expert. 100%. And then from there, my job is to take these these like four or five or six solutions and really determine like, okay, if I'm thinking about it in terms of this this particular problem or this particular client. That's been given to you from mm-hmm. on high. Yes, exactly. Then I'm going to weed out options like three and four, right? That leaves me with like a handful of options to give to my manager. And it needs to be maybe two pages of a, hey, here's our goal, our objective. Here's solution number one, two, three, four, five, and six. And here's why I think they're good and why I think they're maybe not the best, right? Just high level information, maybe a little bit of detail. And 
price is one of those details, sure. like implementation time, whatever the thing is, right? Then my manager from there says, okay, options five and six, not an option. So we're going to go with one through four, take us to his manager. And then his manager, she says, okay, options three and four, not an option. So we're going with one and two way to number them. You did a great job. <laughs> um, and then she takes it to the C level and says, hi, in an effort to further align our whole department with this goal that you've given us, my team has come up with one of two options. We can either have solution one or solution two. And when she goes into the C-suite, she has one page for each of those solutions. It's very high level. It's probably the name of the vendor, what it accomplishes for us, how much money it's going to save us, and how much money it's going to cost us. And if you're smart, you put the money, you save ahead of the money. That's, <laughs> that's a life hack. Life hack. Uh-huh. But like, that's it. She doesn't need to bring me in there. In fact, if I'm in that meeting, that's a problem. That means this pyramid is not working, right? right? Like none of middle management is actually doing its job, which I have been the low level person in a C-suite meeting because middle management didn't know what the fuck it was talking about. Social media. Um, but like that's, that's how corporate America should and often works. And that's how it works best. So Rita, for you, I would say like, make sure one of two things. One, if you're, if you're in a meeting and your, your manager's eyes are glazing over, the answer is probably you're giving too much information. You need first, to Holland's point, to learn what your manager cares about. What's that one thing that they have to report to their manager on about this project? Go find that information across all your solutions and then present that. Okay, solution one, two, three, four, five, and six. The thing your manager cares about is the price. Okay. The first thing you're going to say is price. The next thing they care about is implementation time. Put that in there. The next thing they care about is, does it have viability across multiple departments? Cause then you have economies of scale. So you do something a little proactive and you say, Hey, this can not only work for us, but I talked to one of my buddies in creative and they could also use something like this. That's, that's the kind of information that you're looking to give your manager. And as soon as you deliver it that way to them, you'll find them much more engaged in your, in your conversations and you'll be able to move the ball down the field. Rita, like in the course of this, like you have to be self-aware how you learn and how you like to communicate, take any personality quiz you'd like to, and you'll understand how you like to communicate. However, you also need to learn how corporate America communicates and work to adapt your communication style to it because it's always going to be the same. My favorite moment in this, I, I took some personality assessment and I've tried my damnedest to try to remember what it was called or what the thing <laughs> was like, but it was some kind of like work versus personal. And it was like showcasing the differences there. And like in the questions that were tailored towards like my personal life, I scored high on two of the four categories and low on two of the four categories. But when it got to the business related questions, I was even across all four. Like, tells you that you're, you've cultivated a different skill than you would normally use in your personal life, according to your own personality, to function or succeed in corporate America. 100%. Exactly. So like, so me personally, I'm, I'm probably a little bit more T-shaped in how I like to work. Like, I like to be on the surface and then like something comes up and I'm like, oh, I need to know this all the way to the bottom. My problem is, unlike a T-shaped model, I don't leave all the information at the bottom. I want to bring it all the way back up because <laughs> I, I, I know that like deep down in the bottom well, there's a little tiny shiny thing that makes all the difference at the top and I want everyone to know every part of it. Like yeah. that's my natural state. I'm just shaking my head. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not how corporate America works. Yeah. Corporate America works according to this pyramid that you've laid out. I, I relate to you too. I mean, T-shaped isn't exactly how I do things, but like for me, it's all or nothing. Mm. Like- I will get all the information and then you will have all the information. No one will have none of the information. <laughs> You're like a pass through. Yeah, you know I mean? like, 
And so, so yeah, like the That's only. That's exactly how you work actually. <laughs> so, so it is a learned behavior. And, and I think your advice, Vanessa, to Rita and anyone else who's listening is like, figure out how you work and then understand how you need to maybe adapt your communication style to suit corporate America. And because that's how you'll get what you want out of it. Right. And if, and if like taking on all of corporate America is too much, focus on exactly how your manager wants information delivered to them. You can do this in a one-on-one. You can do this in stats by just asking them, Hey, I've noticed I've been gathering these reports for you and, and I'm not quite sure I'm delivering it in a way that, that is most impactful for you. How would you like that? Ugh, just ask. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, like I get ahead of this all the time when my manager asks me to do something and he, he will now know that I do this on purpose. After he's given me the brief on like what the thing is, I ask, what do you envision as the deliverable for this information? I'm like doing a slow clap off, <laughs> off mic. That's fabulous. For that. Yeah. But like, but that forces him to think about how, how it's most useful for him to receive this. And because I work in social, it's like, okay, is this a strategy document? Is it a channel strategy, like a tactical type thing? Is it a content calendar? Like what level of information are we dealing with here? It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Makes him think about it before I even start moving. It's a great way to head off this type of challenge before it gets to this point. 100%. The other concern that I have when it comes to this pyramid structure is I'm always worried that if I don't prove to them that I know the thing, that they'll think that I don't know. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so if you're worried, if you share that concern, the way to handle that is this. First of all, your statuses have all of your documentation. Mm -hmm. Secondly, your notes and documentation from your research should be easily accessible, easily linked within your statuses. Your manager should be able to access them at any moment. And you can always reference them. You just say it's like appendix A or X or V Uh or C, right? And the other reason that they will trust you and not worry about whether or not you're providing the value that you're promising is if they ask any question about any of these solutions, you can give them any detail they ask for because you fucking know. Yeah, because you do know. And like I I found after I started really, really embodying this and only, only like presenting these options at the at the highest level of information, what I found is my manager was much more engaged in asking me questions about it. Oh, I see you've made a recommendation here. Why is that? Well, because XYZ or because PDQ or because da, 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 like whatever the thing is, or, mm-hmm. or they'll start asking questions like, hang on, I've heard about option six, but I've not heard about option one. Why did you prioritize it that way? Well, option six is great. It's known in the industry. It's da, 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 but its biggest failing is blah. Option one, like might not be as well known. They're a little bit more of a startup, but they've solved that problem. Those are the kind of conversations you're going to end up having with your manager, which are not eyes glazed over manager. Engaged management. Mm -hmm. The other thing about the questions that your manager asks is that you can tell what they care about by the things that they ask questions about. A hundred percent. So it's kind of like this like virtuous cycle that you can get into. (laughs) It's a virtuous cycle. That's a thing, right? Snaps, snaps. Uh Rita, before you walk into your next meeting, make sure whatever your manager has asked you to research or look into or whatever, you've distilled those salient points. You have kind of one page of executive summary put together and and just present it that way. I see we have six options. Here's their high level information. What else do you need from me in order to make a decision? And leave it. See what they say. Got a question for Ask Your Work Wife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. The 
the first time I realized that this was happening in corporate America was I was the subject matter for a new software group. As a sub- what did I say? Just subject matter. You were the subject matter. <laughs> also <laughs> was a subject matter. Also that. Thanks so much. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> Super cool. Um, I was the subject matter expert for a new suite of software that we were going to.